Back to Basics 2.0, Environmental Cleaning, by Julie Kahn. Environmental cleanliness is foundational to infection prevention. Florence Nightingale was one of the first individuals to describe the relationship between environmental cleaning and nursing care of patients, basic concepts that still hold true today. Personnel clean and disinfect the patient's environment, to reduce the load of potentially pathogenic microorganisms. In the perioperative setting, equipment and environmental surfaces can harbor potentially pathogenic microorganisms that may increase the patient's risk of developing a surgical site infection, SSI. When perioperative or environmental services personnel do not perform cleaning according to defined standards, microorganisms in the environment may be transmitted to the patient from contact with the device, surface, or hands of perioperative team members. As a result of the inadequate cleaning, perioperative patients may be at high risk for pathogenic microbial transmission because of the multiple instances of contact between equipment, environmental surfaces, and team members during a procedure. Therefore, A clean environment is fundamental to reducing the perioperative patient's risk of developing an SSI. Implementation of comprehensive environmental cleaning and disinfection procedures is an important part of perioperative infection prevention. This article reviews several basic principles of environmental cleaning, including how to apply disinfecting agents and perform cleaning procedures and disinfection specific to operating and procedure rooms. Enhanced Environmental Cleaning Procedures Implemented After Caring for Patients Known or Suspected to be Infected or Colonized with Multidrug-Resistant Organisms is outside the scope of this article, but is discussed in the guideline. Practice Point Applying Disinfectants The process for applying disinfectants is more nuanced than simply wiping down a surface or device. The disinfection process is effective only when the surface or device is clean and free of visible soil. For example, organic material, dust, debris, dirt. The presence of soil on a surface or device can inhibit the disinfecting agent from fully contacting the surface of the item, thereby preventing disinfection. Perioperative personnel should remove visible soil before disinfecting an item. The type of disinfectant personnel use is important, and some products may both clean and disinfect. Therefore, AORN recommends that an interdisciplinary team that includes perioperative nurses select an Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, registered disinfecting agent with a hospital-grade rating for use in the perioperative setting. Personnel should apply environmental disinfectants according to the manufacturer's instructions for use, IFU, the healthcare organization's policies and procedures, and AORN's recommendations in the Guideline for Environmental Cleaning. Manufacturers' IFU for products may vary, and healthcare personnel may use a product for more than one task. Additionally, The guideline provides recommendations specific to environmental cleaning in the perioperative setting, such as avoiding the use of disinfecting agents that require application with a spray bottle. The perioperative setting houses many different pieces of equipment, which may necessitate the use of different disinfecting agents, depending on device compatibility. 
the process of applying the disinfecting agent to a surface or device also will include detailed steps, such as the required contact time for the agent being used, for example, three minutes, and the dampness of the wipe or cloth, for example, not dry, not soaked. The amount of moisture transferred from the cloth or wipe to the surface or device being disinfected may require additional consideration. In some situations, the manufacturer's IFU may state that the surface should remain wet for the duration of the contact time, which may require reapplication of the disinfecting agent. Some disinfectants may require a scrubbing action in addition to application of the agent to the surface. Practice Point Cleaning Procedures As with selection and use of disinfecting agents, cleaning procedures involve more than choosing an area of the OR and beginning to wipe surfaces. Personnel who are knowledgeable about the chemicals, cleaning supplies, and processes outlined in the facility's policy and procedures and have demonstrated competency should perform cleaning and disinfection procedures. Individuals who have not received education and training on the expectations for cleaning and disinfection procedures may not succeed at achieving a clean environment. Healthcare organizational and perioperative leaders should ensure personnel who perform cleaning and disinfection procedures have the necessary knowledge and access to the appropriate tools to complete the tasks as expected. Upon arrival to the OR to perform cleaning, Personnel may leave the cleaning supply cart with the cleaning supplies outside the OR to prevent cross-contamination. When entering the room, personnel should inspect padded surfaces on the OR bed and transportation carts for damage, wear, moisture, or stains, and identify any items that appear broken or damaged, for example, non-intact mattress covers, before beginning the cleaning procedures. Worn or damaged items may harbor pathogens in those areas of the device that are not intact. Therefore, devices with non-intact surfaces should be removed and replaced. An interdisciplinary team of personnel from the healthcare organization should determine the appropriate cleaning methods and the frequency of cleaning procedures according to the types of surfaces present and tasks that will be performed. Part of this work will include identifying which objects and surfaces in each OR that personnel should consider high-touch, that is, items or surfaces that may be more contaminated than other areas and likely will require more frequent cleaning and disinfection than non-high-touch surfaces. Focusing on high-touch areas during cleaning and disinfection procedures is critical for infection prevention. When creating or modifying the healthcare organization's policy and procedure, the team should include a methodical cleaning pattern that limits the transmission of microorganisms from different areas or devices being cleaned and disinfected. Personnel should move from clean to dirty areas when using the same cleaning equipment, for example, cloths, and proceed from the top to the bottom of any space in which the individual is working. For instance, a staff member might begin cleaning in the middle of the room at the OR lights and proceed to the bottom of the OR bed. Items that are within the same plane or at the same height, such as the instrument back table in the Mayo stand, 
would be cleaned at the same time before moving to an item located closer to the floor. The methodical cleaning pattern also may include a clockwise or counterclockwise progression around the OR to avoid missing any surfaces or devices during the cleaning and disinfection process. Applying specificity to cleaning procedures should assist a team of individuals working together during the cleaning and disinfection process of an operating or procedure room to clean each area or device appropriately and only once. The process for care, reprocessing, and disposal of used cleaning and disinfection supplies is just as important as other procedures the team performs. After using a cleaning supply, such as a cloth or mop head, personnel should not return it to the cleaning solution container. For example, do not double-dip the cleaning supply. When personnel use reusable cleaning materials, for example, mop heads, they should change the supplies after each application of cleaning solution and use. Staff members should use and discard disposable cleaning supplies, according to the manufacturer's IFU. Practice Point Operating and Procedure Room Considerations The Guideline for Environmental Cleaning contains specific recommendations for cleaning and disinfection of operating and procedure rooms, preoperative and postoperative areas, and the sterile processing area. Personnel should use a clean, low-linting cloth moistened with a disinfectant to damp dust the horizontal surfaces in operating and procedure rooms before bringing supplies, equipment, and instrument carts into the room for the first procedure of the day. Perioperative or environmental services personnel should clean and disinfect operating and procedure rooms after each patient's procedure. However, personnel should not begin any cleaning activities, including removal of trash and laundry, until after the patient has been transported from the room. When completing between-procedure turnover, personnel should clean and disinfect the OR surfaces and items used during patient care, including 1. The OR lights 2. The OR bed, attachments for the OR bed, and reusable patient safety straps 3. Positioning devices 4. Patient transfer devices 5. Instrument tables and mayo stands 6. Fixed and mobile equipment 7. Patient monitors and cables and 8. The anesthesia work area including the machine, equipment, and carts. After each procedure, personnel should use a mop to clean and disinfect the floor when it is potentially or visibly soiled with blood or other body fluids. Personnel also should assess walls for visible soil and, if soiled, spot clean and disinfect the walls after each procedure. Perioperative or environmental services personnel should perform terminal or end-of-day cleaning each day that the operating and procedure rooms are in use. Terminal cleaning requires cleaning and disinfecting all of the exposed surfaces, including wheels and casters, of items cleaned during between-procedure turnover. In addition, personnel should clean and disinfect all exposed surfaces of 1. Light switches 2. Door handles and push plates 3. Phones and mobile communication devices 4. Computer accessories
Five, storage cabinets. Six, supply carts. Seven, furniture. For example, chairs, stools, tables. Six, step stools. And seven, linen and trash receptacles. Terminal cleaning also includes cleaning and disinfection of the entire floor. This entails use of a wet vacuum or mop on the area, including under the OR bed and all mobile equipment. Conclusion The importance of environmental cleaning to infection prevention cannot be understated. Perioperative patients are at substantial risk for developing an SSI, and environmental cleanliness is one key strategy to help reduce this risk. Environmental cleaning is a complex, dynamic process that requires specific knowledge and competence. When cleaning and disinfecting operating and procedure room surfaces, perioperative and environmental services team members should be knowledgeable about guidelines related to environmental cleaning procedures. In addition, personnel should adhere to the manufacturer's IFU for any cleaning or disinfecting agent and the healthcare organization's policies and procedures. This Back to Basics 2.0 article contains three knowledge checks. I will now read the first knowledge check for the practice point, applying disinfectants. Tanya, a recently hired employee, Aaron, her preceptor, and Vera, are members of an environmental services team responding to an intercom announcement to report to OR number 6 to assist with between-procedure room turnover. Aaron reviewed the facility policies and procedures for environmental cleaning in the perioperative setting with Tanya the previous day, and they spent time discussing cleaning and disinfecting methods for various surfaces and devices in the OR. Before entering the OR, the team members gather supplies, including their disinfectant moistened cleaning cloths, from a supply cart outside the OR. Aaron requests that Tanya begin cleaning the OR lights. She walks to the OR bed and moves the lights to an appropriate height for cleaning and disinfection. As she does so, Aaron's pager alerts him that he needs to leave the OR immediately to speak with the charge nurse. After Tanya finishes cleaning and disinfecting the lights, she decides to clean and disinfect the OR bed. She notices that her cloth is almost dry and asks Vera what she should do. Vera replies that Tanya should use the spray bottle of solution located on the room storage cart to moisten the cloth. At that moment, Aaron returns to the OR to check on Tanya and assist with a turnover. He suggests that Tanya dispose of the cloth she used to clean the lights and obtain a clean cloth before cleaning and disinfecting the OR bed. Larkin, the RN circulator, returns to the OR after transporting the patient to the post-anesthesia care unit. He begins moving items from the desk in preparation for cleaning and disinfection. After clearing the desk surface, he obtains a disinfectant moistened cloth and wipes the desk surfaces. He gathers supplies for the next procedure, but waits the required contact time of three minutes, according to the disinfectant's IFU before placing the items on the disinfected desk. In this scenario, who did not follow the practice point? A. Tanya B. Aaron C. Vera or D. 
Larkin. I will now provide the answer. In this scenario, Vera did not follow the recommended practice point. I will now read the second knowledge check for the practice point, cleaning procedures. Throughout the day, Aaron demonstrates the cleaning techniques he and Tanya had discussed the previous day. Tanya verbalizes that she understands she should move from clean to dirty and from top to bottom when cleaning and disinfecting a specific space. The environmental services team, that is, Tanya, Aaron, and Vera, responds to an overhead page to go to OR number four for a between-procedure turnover. After they arrive, Tanya begins cleaning in the center of the room. After cleaning the OR lights and obtaining a clean cloth, Tanya removes the linens from the OR bed and reviews the condition of the bed and mattress. She notes that the mattress is soiled but appears intact and undamaged. Aaron completes cleaning in another area of the OR and then joins Tanya as she cleans and disinfects the mattress. Meanwhile, Hamish, an anesthesia technician, completes the between-procedure turnover activities for the anesthesia equipment. He cleans and disinfects the IV pole from top to bottom and the vital sign monitoring cables that were on the soiled OR bed, and then hangs the disinfected cables from the IV pole. He exchanges his disinfectant cloth for a clean cloth and begins cleaning and disinfecting the high-touch surfaces of the anesthesia machine and cart. After cleaning the front of the drawers at the bottom of the anesthesia cart, he immediately begins cleaning the automated anesthesia medication cart with the same cloth. In this scenario, who did not follow the practice point? A. Tanya B. Aaron C. Vera or D. Hamish I will now provide the answer. In this scenario, Hamish did not follow the recommended practice point. I will now read the third and final knowledge check for the practice point, Operating in Procedure Room Considerations. Later the same afternoon, Tanya, Aaron, and Vera respond to a text page to perform terminal cleaning in OR number one after a lengthy trauma procedure. According to protocol, Aaron and Tanya begin cleaning the OR lights in the center of the room. As they work, Aaron explains to Tanya that the OR cleaning and disinfection process will be the same as the process they have completed all day, even though there is more equipment and visible soil in OR number one than the previous ORs they have cleaned. While they are cleaning the OR bed, Hamish enters the OR and begins cleaning all of the surfaces of the anesthesia machine from top to bottom. The entire team works together to clean and disinfect appropriate surfaces and equipment. Vera begins cleaning near the anesthesia area and works her way around the room cleaning and disinfecting surfaces and equipment in a standardized pattern. While Tanya is mopping the floor, Aaron completes a final review of the room and tells Tanya to only mop areas of the floor with visible soil present. In this scenario, who did not follow the practice point? A. Tanya B. Aaron C. Vera or D. Hamish I will now provide the answer. In this scenario, 
Aaron did not follow the recommended practice point.